the only podcast here on this side of the equator that is literally gluten and lactose free. This is FG Cast. I am one of your two co-hosts, the Purple Sharpie, and I'm here as always with my good friend and cheese hater, Yahozi. How are you right. doing today, Don? I am full of anti-lactose and full of anti-gluten. I am Yehozi. Hey, how's it going? I'm it's doing going good. good. Yeah, doing I'm good. She's free. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. She's free. The only way to be, you know? Now, as we move towards this podcast, we have a bunch of news. We're going to go ahead and start with some amazing recaps. The first of which is DreamHack. Uh, for those of you who listened to our very last cast, you remember that DreamHack Atlanta uh, was actually going on last podcast that we had, I believe. And they had a series of different events. Uh, actually, this was DreamHack Dallas. My apologies, not DreamHack Atlanta, DreamHack Dallas. But they I'm had- sorry, it's easy to get confused. It yeah, is. there's a lot of DreamHacks. There's a lot of DreamHacks. There are. And, you know, this is absolutely no exception. They had a bunch of different events from Street Fighter Six. It was the very first Street Fighter Six major event, actually. Um, yeah. They also had Guilty Gear Strive, Tekken 7, KOF 15, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, the biggest tournament uh, right now before Evo, and Dragon Ball Fighters on the traditional fighting game side. They also had Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, uh, they had Melee, as well as Brawlhalla. And, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a pretty good tournament. Did you get a chance to watch any of the Grand Finals yourself? Don? Yeah, so yeah, so you know, I'm not a huge KOF head or Tekken head, uh, but I watched the Street Fighter Six Strive and Marvel. Uh, Marvel especially is the the fighting game I like watching the most right now. Marvel's um, really fun to watch. Marvel's really fun to watch. I wish I was better at playing it, but like it's it's before my time. I don't want to say it's before my time, but it was before I was good. Right? Yeah, like I, I was playing actively when Marvel came out, but I was not not good at all when when Marvel was was around and. Uh, Grand Finals, yeah, it was two Jasons. Uh, it was Morgan lost to Hagar, which is extremely shocking. Uh, I believe it was, uh, what was it, Jason Game Dev versus yeah. Jason Kiddo, and Jason Game Dev won in the... Uh, did Jason Game Dev win in the reset? I believe I there Jason was a reset. Won. I believe there was a reset. No, 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 I'm sorry. They only lost to Scrubs, not to uh, Jason. Not calling Jason a scrub. There was literally someone in the bracket yeah. and top eight that... Uh, <laughs> Actually, uh, the top eight was pretty, pretty insane. Actually, there were quite a few big names. The, the Marvel top eight uh, from first to eighth place was Jason Kiddo, who won a total of $1,000 from the yep. pot. Uh, Jason underscore game dev, who won $500 and lost both times to Jason Kiddo and both winner side and loser side. A stealth who lost to Jason game dev and Jason Kiddo. Took home $300. Colossus, who won $200, also lo lost to both the Jasons. Frito, who lost to Stealth and Colossus. I Heart Justice, who lost to both the Jasons. Noel was actually Noel Brown, otherwise known as Noel mm -hmm. Be Hungry, was inside of there. It lost to Stealth and Jason. And Scrubs, who lost to I Heart Justice and Colossus. So that was a pretty crazy top eight. It was really, 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 really big. There were four prize tiers. So uh, first took 1,000, second took 500, and third took uh, 300, with fourth taking, with fourth each taking, uh, well, fourth just taking 200. There's only one fourth place winner. Yeah, no, and it was, it was, uh, sorry, by the way, about confusing Jason Game Dev and Jason Kiddo. I, I'm looking at the bracket. 
uh, it was what I thought. Yeah, Jason Kiddo did win yeah. with Dormammu, Hagar, Magneto. The source I was looking at had uh, Jason Game Dev winning. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you know how it is with with. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes so you just gotta check the bracket yourself. You, have you know what to I check mean? the bracket each and every time. I've it, noticed it just turns into it, that. Yeah. It's hard too because like they're both Jason. Like it's the Jason on Jason violence. Literally, you know what I mean? if there was like, one time it was okay to make that mistake, I feel like it was this yeah. event. You know, and anyone else? I'd be like, I'd be like, bro, you didn't really watch that, did you? Like, no, I actually watched it. Like, I <laughs> she did, she <laughs> like, literally was like, yo, we're talking about this, and then she's literally while I'm pulling up the footage, she is watching the grand finals because she's like, I want to know how they won, right. what they won. Never question Don's knowledge when it comes to actually what happened inside of a game because she will fact check that stuff i will i will fact check i will not <laughs> trust uh the tournament reporting that i see uh which is the fastest out the door i will investigate further this is the journalistic integrity you can expect from the fg cast for sure uh but but yeah so jason kittle won um really good set marvel's always fun to watch dormammu hagar magneto hagar kind of I, you know, like Hagar never steals the show That's true. out of like performance, but he steals the show of your heart, right? Aww, like he's, I love watching Hagar, dude. Yeah, and watching Hagar Pipe Morgan pause is is godlike. It's really fun, dude. It's really, really fun. Like, just shout outs to shout outs to this grand finals because this grand finals was really hype. But I highly recommend if you get a chance to go ahead and watch it later at another point in date. But we don't have that type of time, y'all. We don't have that type of time. We have a very big agenda. And guess That's what? We right. actually have three other games to talk about. The very next one, which is one you guys are all probably really excited to hear about. Street Fighter 6. This was the very first time that an official bracket was done or at a major scale for Street Fighter 6. And it did mm -hmm. not disappoint. We had quite a plethora of players coming out. Most notably, we had Hawaiian Shirt Man made an appearance. And the reason I am showing this match on here is because this is one of the only rounds that Hawaiian Shirt Man won. This is <laughs> against punk. This against is the punk. only Let's be and it's against punk. Like this top eight was stacked. I'm not gonna hold you. It was it was pretty tough. Okay, but uh, yeah, Hawaiian shirt man won seven times. Unfortunately, most of it was not on stream. Um, he did lose to punk. He also lost to shine. He took home fourth place. But the thing I want to go ahead and shout out the most of which, uh, honestly, I have to shout. I have to. I have to give once again kudos to my co-caster here, Yahozi, because like I said, she watches. She watches this when I'm like, oh, yeah, what should we do? And she watches it. She's like, oh, yeah, we should definitely do this. There is a point where after Hawaiian shirt man loses right here, like we're going to watch this set really, really quickly. I'm yeah. going to fast forward it through a little bit of it. Right. It's not that long. There's very little here. But basically, <laughs> after punk wins this. Punk is the cami. After Punk wins this, Hawaiian Shortman does one of the best things I've ever seen inside of video games. He he fist bumps him, goes back, grabs maracas while Punk is getting ready to, to clean up. Look at this. Passes the maraca, bends down on one knee, passes Punk the maracas, and then literally he starts shaking them. Yeah, like you DJ. know, I, I, uh, Hawaiian Shortman is such a gift. You know, like, we don't deserve him. We really don't. And also, like, Hawaiian Sherman did, did pretty dang good. He got fourth, he like, did. just for the record. He so did he, get he was cooking after. And, uh, yeah, like, he he was up there having a good time. Hawaiian Sherman always has a good time. I'm glad he's seeing success in Street Fighter Six. He uh, he plays the game. 
like that's the thing with content creators, right? Mm-hmm. Is they play the game a lot more than you think, and they get a lot better than you think very quickly. They do. And uh, yeah, he played really well. I DJ, think he played right? really, really well. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I believe he was playing DJ. But our top eight for Street Fighter Six was Punk, who took home four thousand dollars in first. Shine, who took two thousand dollars after losing to melbu and punk inside of second death note who lost to punk and shine took home one thousand two hundred dollars in third hawaiian shirt man who was defeated by both punk and shine took home eight hundred dollars and then we have a mccall who lost to dustin and hawaiian shirt shirt man took six hundred dollars dustin who lost to death note and shine took six hundred dollars as well in fifth that's tied for fifth there and in seventh place to finish up this top eight we have both melbu and jan and h-town Melbu lost to Death Note and Mikul, uh, and Jantown lost to Punk and Shine. Each took home $400 respectfully. So a really yeah. good showing, I think, for that very first one. And what I also want to note is congratulations to uh, to to Shine for this amazing... It, it feels like he's really had a very strong Street Fighter Six career so far. You know, like he's really, yeah. he put out inside of like Strive. He got top eight in Strive the last time we talked inside of DreamHack, I believe. And he also, uh, he also obviously did really, really well this weekend. So like, yeah, I think that was, uh, I think that was the other shine. There's two shines actually. No, I know, I'm, it's I'm very looking, confusing. I'm looking at top eight Guilty Gear right now, actually, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and pull it up. Uh, but what I'm actually seeing is that it looks like in first place, we have Razo who took home oh, 2000. I see, I see, I see. You're yeah. right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, you're right. My bad, my bad. No worries. Keep going. No, Hitachi lost to <laughs> in both winners finals and grand finals, took home $1,000. We have uh, TNS MFCR, who lost to Razo and Hitachi, took home 600. Umisho lost to Hitachi and MFCR, took home 400. Uh, tied up in fifth, we have Izzy, as well as Euclid. Uh, Izzy kicked out by Razo and Umisho. And Euclid kicked out by Flash Metroid and MFCR. Both took home $300. And then we have Shine and Zentai tied for seventh place. Shine lost to Beluga and Izzy. And Zentai lost to Umisho and uh, Euclid. Each took home $200 there. Nice. Yeah, sick. I... I, I always get the two shines confused yeah. because uh, I believe Shine was at the last DreamHack. So I was he like, was. oh, it was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my bad, my bad. But uh, yeah, like good stuff to Shine. Shine's Ibuki was really sick in five. I wasn't a big five watcher, mm-hmm. but I'll, like you hear, you hear the, the, the sounds of Shine uh, often. You know what I mean? Like yeah, people sure. talk about him. For so sure. good stuff to Shine. I liked his Kimberly. He was really good. Uh, couldn't take it out against Punk, but Punk is ridiculous and Punk is broken so i understand losing to punk it probably doesn't feel the best but you know it feels it feels good and in strive um you know good stuff to razzo like oh yeah for sure the set was really nice i am slowly becoming a bridget fan which i never thought i would say i love bridget um, i played her inside of plus r and i absolutely love her i'm really happy whenever i, I get to see I never played play. her in plus r really i never played her in plus r she was so good in plus r she i i actually think she was low tier wasn't she she was considered low tier but you have to remember a lot of people i played with played potemkin oh that's fair then yeah you were cooking never yeah. mind <laughs> yeah i was having a great time dude <laughs> you were cooking. i had the time yeah. of my life and then i'd have yeah. to play against amelia and i'd be like this is unfun <laughs> yeah i mean bridge bridges high tier in this game yeah. so you know probably better than leo honestly oh, but yeah, Raza sure. is just nice with it absolutely what sure. gonna say um the final set that we have here and unfortunately i do not have any footage prepared for it, but tekken 7 did happen and was here a lot of a lot of a lot of Tekken players are very very excited, especially since Tekken Eight did have an alpha that was playable at 
at Combo Breaker 2023. And I forgot to ask on our last cast, but Don, did you get a chance to play any of that Tekken 8 alpha or, or beta? I don't think we can talk about it, but you can say if you played it. Uh, I did not. I, I did not. I'm not a huge Tekken head. Um, I, I feel like if I went into Tekken 8, I would be so unsure of the general Tekken controls that I would be lost in a in a sea of controls. Like I have an okay Steve, you yeah. know, like in seven. Like I, I it, it's okay. It can serve it's serviceable. But like I every time I touch it, I need to spend like five or six hours getting my hands warm. So I think touching Tekken eight, I'd be like, yeah, that's Tekken. Like no, that it's was definitely, definitely Tekken. not my game. I'm definitely not like a 3D, you know, a week in sidestep this type of person you know that's definitely not me and i'm re i'm reminded of that every single time but i did get a chance to play some of the tekken 8 alpha i can't comment too much on the gameplay or my experience i'm just allowed to say that i played it and i checked with uh bandai while i was there they wouldn't let me record any footage of, like sure. duh you know but i i sure. was yeah. I, I did confirm that i'm allowed to talk about like playing it and i'll tell you i'm not a tekken player right i can't be like oh yeah it's better than tekken 7 because i don't really play tekken 7 but i had a fun time i played uh, i think like tekken 5 i played Warring. he kicks a lot oh, okay yeah, yeah yeah there were a lot of kicks inside of this game i liked kicking <laughs> I played uh, I played Horang in a Street Fighter Cross Tekken back in the day. Oh, God bless! Yeah, God bless! Yeah, that game. That game d d did not deserve its fate. I actually. Play, I just like, want to. I just want to say. I feel like if we were a little bit more positive to Capcom, they maybe would have continued with it a little bit longer. You know, that's my whole thing. I just feel like maybe we were like, you know what, Capcom, it wasn't the worst. Instead of like, yeah. wow, this is booty butt cheeks, dude. What, kinda, you know what's better than this? Literally con like contacting COVID type 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 levels of trolling on Twitter. Cause I feel like sometimes the FGC is just like hateful, dude. We we are kind of we're born to hate, right? Yeah. Like that's kind of our job. Yeah. Like we're fighting games is just advanced hating, very is true. what I what I think. Like very, you want to make someone you be like, you're bad, and then you beat them and be like, I told you so. I'm a hater. <laughs> right. I love hating. Uh, I love but, hating, dude. Like like Street Fighter Cross Tekken, I, I think the first iteration of that game was really poor and the mm. way that they handled that game was exceptionally poor. Um I agree. so you know, the Capcom has turned things around. I, I am sad that that franchise and the possibility of Tekken X Street Fighter was killed. Um was partially because of Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Like the politics of that game I don't think we'll get into now, but um that game was kind of done a little dirty by the the not by the gameplay although yes it was very lame um not so much by the gameplay but by the uh production decisions publisher yeah just yeah. relationship around syndication no i i understand and you know yeah it's hard because it's like especially when you work inside the industry you can see stuff like that you know what i mean you can tell you can tell yeah. when it's because of something behind the scenes um that, like you gotta be on a certain level of crazy to think that you can add gems to your game like don't <laughs> developers don't add gems to your game don't don't make <laughs> don't add an auto block gem and an auto throw tech Bro. do you remember when that game did you play that game when it came out i did not but i've heard horror stories about it dude so there were gems that you auto blocked and you auto throw tech um so what people would do is they would put those gems on and they cost meter to like tech and block but it, not enough what they would do is put them on a character and just hold forward and you literally couldn't 
hit them at all so they'd be like a walking tank towards you and oh, <laughs> just no. kill you like oh, you could imagine God, only getting counter hit dude that's the only way you could win is by counter hitting them that sounds terrifying it was yeah that it was sounds not horrifying good. dude it was it was it, you literally had to buy gems to play and the best gems you paid money for that's so like, not see that that right there yeah yeah, not, them not thinking good. that would work in any way, shape, or form is kind of crazy to me. But you yeah. know, it was a different time. Like for some reason, yeah, people willing was. to pay obtuse amounts of money for things. And I, I, I mean, it happened. It was, it was a, it was a, it was a moment in time. Some would say it was. It wasn't the best of times. It was definitely one of the worst of times. The Dark Ages were it was a mess, dude. You were never sure what you were getting. It was a mess. The game was really fun, though, after after they patched the first season. Uh, basically, what they did is they made throws take red health and like that fixed the game. Oh, nice. Um, and after, after they did that, the game became a lot more fun and it wasn't a timeout every single match. Uh, you love to see that. You game, love to game's see that. fun. I, I recommend the game. The, the game looks fun pretty fun it. right here. Look at that. Yeah, it's good. Cute little graphics and everything, too. It yeah, actually looks we, a lot uh, like, uh, what was it called? DC versus... Was, oh god dc versus mortal Kombat. that, is that game what you're was talking bad about? though that game is awful yeah this game i mean this it game wasn't great good. on release either but it looks like it looks like the same graphic wise that's the only reason i yeah. bring it up but it definitely definitely doesn't look like it's actually as unfair as dc versus mortal Kombat was like that fake injustice game yeah yeah this this game the the main problems it had was timeouts were huge honestly mm -hmm. but other than that like the gameplay itself was fine and like they had this pandora mechanic which was like hot trash and yikes it, the, the thing i like about this game is that if either character died then you lost the game like you couldn't you, you okay. like if one person died no another character i, I kind of like in. i kind of like that idea you know you yeah. guys share health and the whole idea of tagging yeah. in and you still have your your other person's health so you, it, it it's a it's another layer I really like that. I know I've talked yeah, about it before, I don't but I really like watching layered play like that inside of fighting yeah. games. Yeah, I don't think they... So they didn't share health, but they each had their own health bars. But if one of them died, they both died is how okay. it worked. So okay, like, like you could tag someone out who was unhealthy, but then you lost the ability to tag back in and you tag you had to tag back and forth for damage. So it was it was it was cool. I like the game a lot. Okay. Um, Let's go ahead and move into cursed. our final results here from DreamHack, which is Tekken 7. Um, yeah. In first place, we had Anakin, who won a total of $1,000. Uh, in second place, we had Azim X, who was beaded by Trojan and Anakin, took home $500. In third place, we had Trojan, who was defeated by Anakin and Azim, won $300. We have Goishin, who was defeated by Jackie Tran and Azim for $200. Dr. M and Jackie Tran were both tied for second. Dr. M lost to Trojan and Goishin. And Jackie Tran, that's my brother, you know? You know? Yeah, my I love Jackie Tran. Jackie, Jackie Tran rules. Yo, he's great. Jackie Tran, he's fantastic. And he lost to Anakin and Azim X. And then tied inside of seventh to top out this top eight, we have uh, Wazulu and Snake Fang. Wazulu lost to Anakin and Goishin. And Snake Fang lost to Wazulu and Azim X. Uh, unfortunately, well, it looks like only top eight, Fang. top four paid out of top eight inside of this bracket. There was 102 entrants. Yeah. That's, pretty good bracket honestly honestly yeah really big bracket especially for like dreamhack is more convention than anything dreamhack's results because yeah. it's always a nice mix of of locals and um like and and season players that mm -hmm. travel you know it's yeah. it's fun yeah it's it, it's good good stuff to all players 
I've personally never been to a dream hack. It is like, it is a syndicated tournament. They have them everywhere. They actually aren't exclusive to the continental United States, as we talked about previously. Um, They do also exist inside of uh, Europe and inside of Australia. And I believe they're even working on making a franchise inside of Asia as well. Um, which is kind of, that's fun. It's very, very big. Yeah. And I believe it's actually headed by Alex Jabaley, who some people may know as the head tournament organizer for uh, CEO and CEO Taku. And of course, you have Tong, who's assisting with it. And uh, here on the administrative list, we also have Juicy Duelist. Juicy, Juicy, most people inside of especially the Florida FGC will recognize as being one of the two lead premier streamers there uh for like tampa never sleeps dream hack ceo gaming and juicy game night specifically uh so they have they have really really big fighting game members holding on to the fighting game side of this event and that's that's really nice to see really big production company always great to see um fighting game tournaments and fighting game community members doing amazing things inside of the community but let's let's move on any final thoughts on dream hack results or anything you want to say about any of the dream hack winners uh no i think that covers it other than uh as a reminder for everyone ceo is coming up next weekend uh which i, I forgot to mention so um jabaley who runs dreamhack is going immediately to ceo so <laughs> we'll see if <laughs> p- please pray for jabaley's sleep schedule uh may that man take many naps uh if you have never seen a to run around a bra- uh any type of like stage uh they're on two hours of sleep and a bajillion cups of coffee so uh jabaley tong that whole crew uh Prayers up to you. Good luck. You know, speaking of prayers, and some would even say, you know, final rites, which are the things that you obviously say before uh, someone's put inside of the ground. Uh, mm-hmm. Waka Flocka and Sonic Fox have decided to pull, go ahead and actually pull up their Mortal Kombat 1 fight. We have an official date for it now, September 19th. This tweet was actually made talking about uh, basically fighting. So Waka comes back very like literally at this point now four days ago june 4th and says y'all must have thought we forgot about sonic fox when do the new mortal kombat one game release september 19th knowing him he probably already got the game and practicing it don't matter that's probably true we're coming for him sonic fox head soon cometh but this event has to be right for the fgc community which i don't know why he wrote community at the end of that because he wrote fg fighting game community community you know, that's the just, ATM machine. It right? tells you a lot, bro. Yeah. The ATM machine, the <laughs> FGC community. You know how it is. Um, that's why we don't want to rush it last time. We got too much respect for the FGC to just throw some fighting game event together, especially when we plan to outplay the quote unquote legendary Sonic Fox in his own game. And I will mention just for the record here that Sonic Fox actually uses they them pronouns here. Um, so just if you happen to refer to this post, please use they them pronouns. Uh, Waka did not, I assume, just because Waka is not necessarily as familiar with Sonic's pronouns. Um, but sure, Sonic yeah. does request anybody that knew him, especially before they transitioned uh to just use use they them you know it's, it takes like yeah. five seconds of time some people will occasionally some people that are close to sonic occasionally use he him but yeah. sonic prefers they them for sure so use they them Please and do. uh yeah you know i 
really have absolutely no idea if this is going to be like, like, do you think Sonic's going to walk in and just cook them or oh, like free, is, free, you, free. Well, I would, well, I would literally put the entirety of my 401k on it. I'm actually not oh, even joking. I, I, I'm talking about like, are they going to try to put on a show or do you think that they're going to like, I don't think Sonic, has, I don't think s- Sonic like, even knows them. how to do that. I don't think I've never in my entire here's here's the thing, right? Sonic is a show person. I'm not going to sit here and lie. Sonic understands how to use the camera, how to use the limelight in the best possible way. And Sonic always does a great job of using it. But they've never once ever done that when it comes to actually playing the game. I think they're going to sandbag a little bit, actually. I think they're going to do the Lupe Fiasco Daigo thing and have a little fun with it. I think I think they're going to keep them on the road. I don't think that they're going to walk a flock of win. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. But I think they're going to do some shit. Like, get up in the middle like of the set, turn condo, around. Com- a yeah, combo. Like, like, Sonic's like- actually really, really famous for that. Sonic literally will practice, especially when Mortal Kombat 11 came out. The number yeah. one thing that Sonic did was actually make frost teabag combos that allowed I- them to ma- <laughs> maximize the number of teabags they got in the middle of a combo. They're the I only the person I know that does thing. that. I know. I do that in Dragon Ball, girl. My Android 16 Vegito combo. Vegito was cooking him in the corner and A16 just say, say, just crouching, crouching, crouching. I feel it. I feel it. Uh, I think I think they're going to have a good time and put on a show and uh, walk a... Um, say your prayers, bro. Speaking, yeah, for sure. speaking of final rights, speaking of prayers, that yeah. transition stays honest. Waka is about to pray to the Lord and, you know... Sonic's about to pray over this food as he about to consume Waka Flakka 100%. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I would be I would be so surprised if that didn't happen. But um just just so everyone's on the same uh side right here, Evo did also announce that um the game will be playable. At EVO 2023, they stated that Mortal Kombat will be publicly playable. There will be areas to play it as well. Um, And Rick the Hundo, who is the general manager of EVO, has also made a tweet, which at the point in time of syndication here, it may be slightly late for it. But he has requested that if you know that you're going to be attending EVO online, which something that would assist with them right now as they're trying to determine floor plans for the event would be that if you pre-register for the event as soon as possible, just so that they can get an adequate listing of numbers and prepare for it in a decent way so that uh, they can make sure that games that look like they're going to have a very large attendance actually have enough setups and stations for both free play and tournament side. Um, You can go over to evo.gg to register uh, and open registration, I believe, I'm just checking now, but open registration, I think, ends in um, like early registration ends, I'm pretty sure, in about a month or so. So if you've not already registered for the event, um, then definitely make sure you do it very soon. But yeah. yeah, please do. Like, 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 late registering um, really impacts floor space. And like, there it was does. not a lot of free setups at Combo Breaker. And I think they're trying to rectify that for Evo. Combo Breaker grew a lot. Obviously, Evo is a much bigger space, but um, it, it, it's it's healthy for you to have setups available to practice on before tournament. So pre-reg now, do uh, Rick and team and the entire squad that puts together Evo a favor. Uh, it's like it's like as if you were subbing to Pokemane, right? It's the exact same thing. You're you're doing her a solid, doing Rick a solid. Uh, go ahead and do it. If it's also one of those instances where you know you're going to the event, you have a little bit of free time, and you're not entering any tournaments, volunteering is highly recommended and applications are still open. You can go over mm-hmm. to evo.gg slash evo-2023 at the very bottom of that page. They have applications open for 
volunteering. Um, I do not believe commentary applications are open any longer, but you can still volunteer if you would like to. I highly recommend it. I unfortunately will not be able to volunteer because, spoiler alert, brr, 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 my wedding is the week after Eva. I'm getting oh, married. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm merging girl. tax brackets. Hell yeah, yeah, girl. Welcome to married life. Yeah. Welcome to married life. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that's uh, well. I'm excited for the tax breaks. I was going to say something about Evo, but I think we got to talk about this for a little bit or whatever yeah. you're comfortable with. But uh, Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm actually comfortable sharing a little bit here. Um, and that's kind of why I brought it up. I know it's a little bit of a tangent before we get into our main sure. conversation point. But I do just want to say uh, originally we were planning on getting married at Combo Breaker. Uh, everyone probably knows my fiance is known as FGC Dad, otherwise known as Zeddy Beat on Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, we've been together now uh, on and off for about seven years, very, very briefly off during the pandemic, but we are engaged. Uh, he proposed when we got back together and uh, we've been engaged for three years. We were kind of waiting for the pandemic to end so we could go ahead and schedule everything. And unfortunately, just honestly, uh, the pandemic ended really, really rough and tough, dude. Like we, it would have been over 25 grand to have it at combo breaker and i'm gonna be so real with you you know that that's house deposit money you know yeah. like you don't spend that on a wedding 25 grand is is that's not worth and it. that was like, like the I, minimum that was the minimum for it i feel like if you really wanted to have a wedding at combo breaker what you could do is like i i know plenty of people in the fgc that can officiate i think y'all just drink 40s by a picnic table <laughs> oh i'm thinking about the the, the pheasant run right but like the just problem like was uh, we were we were going to have both a public and a private ceremony. So the private oh, okay. ceremony would be the week before. And that was like, you know, the average like six, seven grand or so. You know, sure. it wasn't too crazy. But like what made it crazy was the very next week because it was like I wanted to have like people from IGN and Kotaku and stuff covering it. I wanted to have some sponsors inside of it for reimbursement purposes. Like, you know, I wanted to make it like a legitimate show because sure. like very few times and I've said this before, but it's like I, I'm really happy everyone supports me, especially because like as a marginalized member of this community, I feel like it's really important that like my voice is heard so that other people that are similar to me feel as though they can also exist inside of this ecosystem. I'm sure you feel the same, Don. Um, oh, 100 percent. It's one of those things where it's like societally, there are only really like three large moments that a woman ever receives in terms of like just spotlight. And like the number one is like her marriage or the very first time she becomes pregnant. Truthfully, like that's that's yeah. really no, that's it. true. And so it was like I wanted to make sure that even if my wedding, if I didn't really care about it because I'm my mother's my only daughter, because I'm this really big visible person in gaming, I felt like I had an obligation to make sure, especially because of all my friends inside of the community, that I make it really easy for people to come here. And the double side of it is that we also promote a really, really big event and we promote maybe some indie games underneath that that I really know and love. And I can use my wedding as a force to like propel forward gaming, you know, like that's really what I want to do. Right. But oh, my God, or, it is so expensive, dude. Or you could have twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah. I, I, and then that's what we're doing. We're I'm keeping yeah. I'm keeping that money. We're putting it towards a down payment towards a house as soon as the market cleans up a little bit. But yeah, um, I, I want to thank all of my close friends and obviously my close family that have supported my relationship with uh, my fiance and also supported my fiance's like relationship with me. And uh, I'm really excited to move into the next 
level of adulthood, but a lot of a lot really of my content for, for a little bit is going to be on pause just while I focus on as you probably know, Don, the logistics of planning a wedding, which is sure. one of the worst things I've ever had to do in my entire life, by the way. So just, uh, my horrible. logistics for my wedding, one, like, cannot express how happy I am for you. I feel like anything I say here is going to be like minor compared to the happiness <laughs> I have for you. So so good. Uh, good stuff. Thank you. Good stuff. We'll say good stuff. Um, yeah, my wedding was over Zoom. Uh, I, I, we got married during the pandemic. We're like, all right, if we can handle the pandemic around each other, which we did in flying colors, we love each other very much. Still Aww. do. Still don't fight. Uh, we went ahead and got married over Zoom because we're like, listen, the anxiety of planning a wedding sounds miserable. It is. Uh, it is. It's horrible. I, I don't like neither. Like we don't like neither of us dance. Like we don't. We're both shy in a way. Like I'm less shy than than her for sure i'm but so jealous dude yeah we're just we're just like let's just get married over zoom and we did and we got nice rings and we're just big chilling you know we're just See, big honestly chillin'. i i kind of wanted to and this is just me but it was like i also was like my mother's never like she hasn't had a child that had a nice wedding yet you know sure both okay, of my younger brothers fair. they already had someone pregnant by the time they were engaged you know what I got mean? It. Before they were engaged. And my mom, she was pregnant before she got married. She was pregnant with me before she got married. She tells me all the time, yeah, I was planning on getting married. I'm like, but you know, come on, mom. You know what I mean? And so it was like, my whole thing is I wanted to be like, okay, I'm engaged to this man. We get married and then we get a house and then I get pregnant. We start a family, a whole thing, blah, 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 blah. But to be very honest with you, I'm, I'm really happy. I love him a lot. And I'm just really thankful. We actually met each other through Skullgirls, and one of the very first times we ever saw each other was actually at Combo Breaker, which is why I really wanted to like have that event. Aww. So it, it's Aww. it's a big Skull part Girl of us. Bringing yeah. you all together—that's yeah. so, that's actually that's actually really sweet. That's I know. awesome. I, I, I tell you. people all the time. Uh, you know, it's like Skullgirls is such an integral part of my life, and I really mean it. I can never give back the way that they gave to me. You know. Yeah, I mean, they gave you—they effectively gave you happiness, right? Yeah. So. So some would call um, it that. Some would also call it one of the literal best tax bra bracket like breaks you can ever receive ever besides literally having a child. Yeah. Others others some people that are a little bit more skeptical of capitalism may call it that, but yeah, also we love each other like uh, yeah, that that counts yeah, for something true. I'm sure. That's true. You get a nice ring. You can see you get to wear you a ring. You technically get a ring when you're engaged, by the way. You technically but well, you, you you can get another one when you get married, you know, you can get a tinier one to put on top of your your other and one. Also, I never understood that. Like am I just supposed to be walking around wearing like two rings? Yeah, you are actually. What? Yeah, so you wear you wear your engagement ring on the top or the bottom and then you put the band from the other one on top of that one that's so it. weird so, like, so, and so have, you I don't have, just wear your wedding ring you have to wear both of them uh i think some people choose to just wear their wedding ring but i wear the wedding ring beneath my engagement ring okay yeah i mean they're so expensive I, I, I would wear both of them if i had them too like john gets mad right. at me whenever i'm not wearing my engagement ring he's like do you know how much money this was and i was like i do <laughs> i, I'm I wear practicing. it anytime i am walking anytime i'm not walking mm. yeah so yeah or cooking you know you're not supposed to cook with that stuff on i, I stuff actually on, but... take it off when i'm playing a video game because sometimes oh, it gets in the... sweaty yeah yeah and it'll like get in I the way of it. me like pressing down on my buttons like my ring will be down by like my knuckle and i'll be pressing down on it or like when i'm using a controller and i'm like it's just it feels weird i don't practice no, like this that makes sense when i first got my engagement ring I, during tournament sets i had to take it off and put it in my pocket because yeah. I, I just couldn't i couldn't play i cut down fiddling with it's it hard. it felt uncomfortable it, it eventually becomes a part of you though yeah you know? i like believe just, that 
which is very uh as as fgc mom and fgc dad merge together you know oh yeah no you are becoming a part of one another and so too does the ring become a part of you i'm really excited Uh, i'm really really excited for like the next stage of my adult life here because that's what it is Speaking of you getting a life partner, yes, uh, in Mortal Kombat, Segway you have a bitch. cameo yes. system. That's right, we do those. Your 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 cameo is your husband, your soon to be husband. Uh, in Mortal Kombat, your cameo can be Kano, and he can shoot laser beams out of his eyes at you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mortal Kombat One, we we talked about it earlier, but it was announced. Uh, it, we kind of knew it was like everyone knew it was coming, mm-hmm. right? Like. It was it was very obvious. But Mortal Kombat One looks really really cool. It does um, kind, kind of like a, a reboot again. Like Mortal Kombat Nine was a reboot. Yeah, it's crazy to me to think that it's time to reboot again. Uh, but it is apparently <laughs> Mortal Kombat One uh, or Mortal One Combat, whatever yeah. they say it. You'll see it here in a second if you're watching the YouTube video. Um, yeah, it looks really good. I am secretly a big Mortal Kombat fan, and I'm looking forward to uh, playing it. I, I I'm a little bit of a I don't want to say a, a basic a basic person when it comes to Mortal Kombat, but mm-hmm. in a way I like the story mode better than the online. Uh, but I'll be playing it. Yeah. So I yeah, it it looks awesome. If we look over here, obviously that was just the announcement trailer, but uh, we were also sent the gameplay trailer by yourself. So thank you so much for that source here, Don. But uh, uh, like the trailer ended basically by saying, by the way, if you pre-order now, you get Shang soon. They did give us the announcement date of September 19th. And we also had an opportunity if you've been following some Sonic, uh, some of Sonic Fox's tweets, you've noticed that Sonic actually had an opportunity to play it. Uh, nope. A while back, like I, I think now at this point, like last week, right? Yeah, yeah, it was last week. I, I've been watching. Uh, I watched Sonic play. I watched Ketchup and Mustard play it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the gameplay looks really interesting and good. Um, so it, do do you mind if I just if I dig in if I uncover the mechanics? Yeah, talk to us. Talk Kombat? to us. All right. So um, Mortal Kombat still the Mortal Kombat you know and love, but they changed it in a few like one really interesting way, which has a lot of gameplay implications, which is the cameo system. So um, one, I think thematically this is awesome you have your main characters right like you have johnny cage you have uh i believe kenshi is his name you have sub-zero you have scorpion blah 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 um those characters take point and you have assists you have cameos with a k uh and your assists come out and they do either one or two moves they do like an ambush attack which is like fast and happens as you move so like a traditional marvel assist and then they have like a uh, I forget what they call it, but basically like you uh, kind of reel back and go like, get him, Kano, and Kano will come up behind you and shoot lasers. So it's like one like a quick punch and like a like you come out here and do a move, that type of thing. Oh, I like that um, type of integration. I feel like Mortal Kombat's always been really good about understanding the thematic side of it. How does that? Af- yeah. How does that affect the gameplay? So it, it it affects it in a few ways. One, um, obviously, having assists is huge. Uh, you can basically do a special move for free without initiating any active or recovery frames every once in a while. Um, I, I forget the duration on how often, but um, basically, what it means is that the specials are well. One, the juggle limiters in this game are much bigger than they have been in the past, so you can juggle people a lot more. And the moves have a little bit more recovery. So the combos are going to be more like, here's your non-cameo combos versus here's your cameo combos, right? So like, 
you do ABC, launch, knock them back down to the ground or keep them floating, do a special move, call a cameo, and then extend your combo, right? Um, which is cool and fun and interesting. And like the, the cameos, they're not just assists um, in that if your cameo gets hit, they kind of shake their head and wander off screen. And if your cameo gets hit, you take damage. So you can get like happy birthday, as we call it, or you get like, you know, you basically take double damage from attacks for a little bit. So there's there's consequences to calling them. And in general, it seems like a interesting way to um, use an assist mechanic. It's very like, um, what was the like Aqua Paza? If you've ever played that game, that crazy game, uh, the, there's like a whole series of anime games that are like you call you press a button and it calls like a character that is not actually playable. They come do an attack and that's it. Um, it's like that, but with a much more interesting and in-depth combo system. So, so I, and I it, really like that. But let me ask this really quickly, mm-hmm. Don, because sure. uh, and this is not going to be about Mortal Kombat one, but we will take it back to there. Right. So totally. Yeah. We saw a little bit of like Project L footage. And this kind of reminds me of the assist system that we saw inside of there. I know you mentioned another game that I personally haven't played, but are there any other like I want to say not necessarily one V one, but just assist type games that this game kind of reminds you of? Oh, there are, but I would need to... There, there's a game with, like, Donkai Battle something, something, something. I, I know it because um, the, there was a player in Florida, when I lived in Florida, named uh, named Carrie uh, Susenshi that played it. Um, there's a bunch of anime games with this type of premise uh, that aren't as big as Strive, not even close, not as big as Blaze Blue. They're not Arxis games, but um, I could get back to you on that. Because there, there's a bunch. I just don't know what they are. Vibes, vibes, vibes. No, I get it. <laughs> to be, on, to be honest, uh, they have they have like really crazy names. Like I know there's Chaos Code, which is it's like a Chaos Code type game, even oh, though yeah. Chaos Code is not an assist. Yeah, it's it's that same type of like you know kind of like a bunch of crazy characters in one game, and yeah. it, Sword Art Online lady comes out and slashes. It's <laughs> basically that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I get that. I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, uh, as a reminder, Mortal Kombat. One will be out in September 19th. I'm incredibly excited for it. Do you, what, what do you think now that we've kind of gone over the gameplay? You've kind of given us a little bit of a dissection. We've seen a lot of really positive buzz from both content creators, commentators, and players inside of the community around it. Are, are you going to go ahead and give it a chance, Don? Or are you going to play it? Or what's up? Yeah. Oh, I'm 100% going to play it. I, I, um, I am a story mode fan of Mortal Kombat, um, which by the way, is <laughs> the stories of Ed Boon learning what fighting games are are hilarious to me if you've never heard them. He did such a good like, job with the story mode, I think, inside of the last yeah. game. Like, honestly, if you, I'm just going to say this, and this is probably a little bit of spoilers, but sure. Jax's story mode inside of the very last Mortal Kombat is probably the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It's really good. They it's defeat really good. racism. They do defeat racism. <laughs> <laughs> they do defeat racism. The like, real final yeah, boss Jax. is racism, and, they, yeah, and they beat it. Yeah, Mortal Kombat's like like social awakening is really, really, really fun to watch, and uh, they do it so camp. They do it like like they do it in a really funny way that's not too heavy because that's the yeah. number one thing that I think that like every other game does wrong whenever they do story modes and they talk about something super deep like racism or sexism or or homophobia or something like that they always make the mistake of making it entirely too serious like this is where we have to take a stand we have to be mortal Kombat leans into the camp aspect of it and they're like by the way racism is not at all here 
at all. It is, oh my god! It's so. <laughs> if you have not played Mortal Kombat 11 Story, I I insanely highly recommend it. It is amazing. It is. Um, it is. It is actually like it's actually amazing. And like if you don't know, and a, and a lot of other fighting game genres like, like Harada and Tekken. Uh, whoever is currently running Capcom and, and Capcom right now, they're they're big fighting game people. Like they play fighting games. Um, Ed Boon, I, I have stories uh, from the testers when they were like figuring out and queuing and Justice One and Two, where like they had to sit down and explain to Ed Boon like what a cross up was, and he like <laughs> he was like he was like so you have to block the other way, like there's no block button, and they're like yeah, like you know like the block button, like a block button eliminates cross ups, and he like. Like, I don't understand what, it, what is a cross-up? And like, you all like that? Like, that's good to you? And we're like, yeah, it's good. And they're like, really? Like, you like that? So, you know, Ed Boon sits down and, like, he writes the story to Mortal Kombat. And uh, it, it, I, I have faith in Ed Boon to deliver a good, um, a really good story mode. The concept looks great. I love the, the, the character designs of Mortal Kombat 1. Um, I am expecting great things, and the versus mode has always—it's never been like something I've been super serious in. But I'll—I'll I'll press buttons for a month or so in yeah, time. So I'll probably do the yeah. same. I'll probably yeah, do the exact same thing. Honestly, it—it it, like it does look like it's going to be like one of those games that's like um at least enjoyable for like the first week. Because when I played MK11, I had fun. I had fun for like yeah. a week. I actually I still have video footage played- from it. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever played Mortal Kombat and been like, I'm having a bad time right now. You know, like No, that's not I true. Mean, I have played people that are like that online. <laughs> you're right. I right, have you're definitely right. played people like that online, bro. Yeah, I, God I, bless I saw him. Justin Wong blow up a far, four-year-old with a rocket launcher, actually. Never mind. I, that, that kid was having the worst time. Those kids life, are gonna girl. learn today, honey. That's right. They're oh. gonna learn. They're gonna get taught of this. And- Bro, I love that. I love that. Okay, so <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about one of my the next things I'm really actually very excited to talk about here. Let me make sure the video pulls. We actually are going to be talking about one of the things and the major tools that we actually use, both of us actually, the Snackbox Micro. Um, mm-hmm. This is what most people would consider a hitbox, which means that it is a controller with no lever. It's a leverless controller. It literally only has buttons those buttons uh control both your directions and obviously like your standard kick punch inputs uh i actually use a junk food custom arcade controller otherwise known as a snack box i actually got one of their most recent ones and it's what i've been using to actually play uh street fighter 6 and i've been having a super great time now uh don i know before that when we were talking you weren't necessarily having a super great time with street fighter 6 just because unfortunately your controller wasn't uh working with this i know inside of this here they say it's pc playstation 4 and switch compatible but it is also uh they have a new version now that actually has a playstation 5 compatibility so you can use it um the reason i wanted to bring it up is because wooly otherwise known as wooly wools from uh the super best friend or the castle the castle best friends with patrick podcast actually has a promotional deal going on right now where he has been working with uh been working with snackbox and he's actually made like his own little snack box box basically uh a snack box box yeah i'm like trying to pull it up right now because i'm realizing i probably <laughs> should have had it ready but yeah that's all right it's really really it's really cute because it's like a little it's a little uh giveaway for a video let me see if i can pull it up right here i, sure. I have it i promise i do um, let me just go ahead and pull up. Yeah, it, it, it's funny. I didn't. I didn't know Snackboxes were becoming PS5 compatible. It's actually huge because yeah. I. Uh, 
the Mortal Kombat beta is actually next weekend, um, which which I don't think I don't think we mentioned. So you can still sign up today. Nice. Uh, and I'm like, I don't have a PS5 controller because it's PS5 and Xbox only. But I guess I do. Yeah, so you never do. mind. Yeah, you do. <laughs> All right, I'm ready to go. I think if you also have a PlayStation 4 controller, I think there may be an automatic update that allows that compatibility. But I Ooh. don't don't quote check me. I just highly recommend going over to junkfoodarcades.com, going over and checking out their website. Um, they may be on short back order right now just because of the popularity, but I would highly, highly, highly recommend getting one. In addition, not only is this like one of the really cool integrations that they have on here, but Mattis Mao, if you happen to know who that is, that is a woman inside of the community who is actually an artist, a Guilty Gear Strive player, and she actually makes some absolutely amazing holographic, um, holographic uh controller covers for this i actually hit her up because i saw some ones that she was offering and let me see if i can pull it up from her website i got uh i love her work yeah no i I know know no literally i'm about to blow your mind dude okay so most of the stuff over here is sold out i'm not gonna hold you but i believe she did she just recently did another drop on june 10th and most of the all of them are already sold out like it she literally just did a drop on saturday june 10th at 3 p.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Times. And now all of them are, look at that, all of them are, literally all of them are sold out. That's that's awesome, actually. That's I'm really so cool. happy for I, her. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, I really wanted the Bridget and Roger, but the whole thing is that she prints them. They're holographic. When I say holographic, I mean literally like watch this video right here. Watch this video. Ooh. Right? I like it. That's, oh that's my cool. God, that's I cool. love that. I love you're, that you're literally so much. Can, can I can I uh, weave a tale of what I would like? Of, co- of course you may. Of course you may. I want one of those fight sticks where if you look at it from one direction, it's like it's it's like one image. And if you look at it from the other, it's another image. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Like those yes. ones you have like a Pokemon card. Yes. Burger King. One of those yeah. like optical illusion ones. Yes. Yeah. I want one of those. Oh, but I love I love her work. I love her art um, inside of a lot of pictures that I post on twitter if you ever see pictures of my house i have a lot of her prints around my house she's just a fantastic artist she does a great job of making things that is more lifestyle on the fgc side so if ever there's been a point in time where you're like oh man i really want some controller stick art or oh man i really really want to have some nice art prints to hang up inside my house and poster format she provides all of that and i just i wanted to shout out both her and snackbox just because i feel like especially um oh her keychains by the way are also amazing um absolutely love them like like look at how cute this is as a designer i'm gonna give this the designer thumbs up sign of approval i actually really i'm sure she's gonna love that i might i might pick one one of these (laughs) up like i'm not i'm not normally when i say that i'm like yeah i'll pick one of these up and i never do like i might actually pick one of these up i know a lot of them are sold out but uh this art stickers the stickers and stuff are not the stickers are not oh, literally okay. all of the controller artwork is. And oh. I've talked to her privately before. And I believe the reason she says it is like, she's not, she's not a big, you know, huge company. She's making all of this herself. She's laser sure. printing all of it. And she has to find all of it. And it takes her a while to do it. So instead of setting it up so that anyone can just buy it whenever she makes sure that she allots enough time for it. And the price definitely reflects that as does like the price. I don't, I think she should be charging more for this. I'm going to be so honest. I would pay $50 for this. I would. I'm not gonna lie, and I'm sorry yeah. to everybody else who doesn't have fifty dollars for this, but I definitely would. Like I paid two hundred dollars for my stick. Yeah, 
Oh, okay. I would pay. Okay, Don. She owns, <laughs> she owns a house. She owns a house. Don't listen to her. Listen. <laughs> she's I own she's a, a part of the five percent of millennials that owns houses. Do not listen to her. <laughs> she can afford. Well, she can I mean, afford guacamole, dude. I cannot. Okay, hold on. I don't need to afford guacamole because I got my cards from Combo Breaker. That is free for me. Excuse you. I got my cards ready. Not the Chipotle guacamole, bro. I'm going to go to Chipotle and order a guacamole burrito. Just full of guac and nothing else. As you should. Like, I will take an extra. Like, how are you going to pay for this? You must be a millionaire. I am. No, no. Rick is a Combo Breaker. This is on Combo Breaker. Uh, she she sells so much stuff on here. I've definitely bought her art prints before. I really oh. really like them. Yeah, you recognize these? I rec I recognize the axel art. Yes, yeah, okay. you do. I know who this is. Yeah, now. you I know do. This yeah, is you now. do. I'm yeah, not very do. good with names, but I know Twitter avatars, yeah. and now I know who Twitter avatar yeah. this is. Yeah, her work is her work is very impressive. I like her work. A I lot. love like a her lot work, lot. bro. Yeah, I love really it. Uh, but yeah, I highly recommend just checking out her stuff. Like I said, her controller stuff isn't available, but she has other things here. And and one things we're trying to do using our podcast is obviously uplift and and showcase more people inside of the local FGC that are out here trying to yeah. do the thing. And so I'm always really thankful that we got an opportunity to both show off uh, the snack box as well as also being able to show off um, just Mao, who I think is an amazing person. I love her art um, and I really, really like her stuff. I, and I apologize. She isn't actually the one who made the body pillow. That was, I think, Shun, uh, Shunao. I believe is her name. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Uh, I forget her name, but yeah, Shwano. Shwano is, yes. is how her name is spelled. I don't think that's how it's pronounced. No, but, it's not. But uh, S-H-A-U-N-O, I think. Yes, thank you so much. Yes, uh, she. Yeah. I, 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 I found her because Persia, uh, Persia's original like I, I, icon on Twitter was made by her for a very long time and she was doing a lot of stuff in the FGC and I got a body pillow dump by here. Uh, we'll probably showcase a lot more artists, but if you happen to be listening to the podcast and you would love to have some of your art or some of your equipment that happens to be made for fighting game players shown off on the podcast, please feel free to either email us at fgccast at sharpiepls.com or just reach out to either myself or Yahozi on Twitter. Um, and thank you as always for making sure that people inside the fighting game community have the ability to not only feel amazing on the game, but also offline. Yeah. Appreciate that. As it, it's, it's always good to uplift others. It is. It's always good to uplift and support artists. It's you know? great. None of, this, yeah. none of this AI art. No, AI uh, art kind yeah. of peeves me off. Oh, hand, you know, hand drawn art. There's actually Please. one thing that I want to go ahead and talk about. Speaking of sure. art, um, you know, there is a really big conversation about what is going to be able to be taken over by AI. And we should have covered this when we were talking about DreamHack, uh, but I didn't get a chance to. And the thing I really want to talk about again is. Hawaiian shirt man taking this amazing freaking picture, dude. This look, look at him, Don. You AI brought could, this. A, you brought this to my listen, attention. Listen, AI could not create art this beautiful. Never, okay? never. AI could never. If you typed in Hawaiian shirt man posing with Milano uh, FGC dream hack, it would spit out garbage. Yep. You need real life artists to craft such an image as this. Yeah. And uh, as you, as you at home, as we approach. Uh, pretty close to the end here. I want you to know that in your hearts, when you close your eyes deep, deep at night, you see Hawaiian shirt man yeah. flexing for everyone at home. I really hope it's such a good spirit. picture, dude. It's it such is. a it's good. good picture. Like, like, look at this picture, dude. He's so, he looks so happy. Hawaiian shirt man, yeah. such an everyman, dude. 
This is what street. This is what fighting games are made for. Yes, fighting games were made to flex in Hawaiian shirts and cowboy hats Freak on yeah, stage, and a, apparently an LED bracelet also, which I just noticed. So. <laughs> There's you know, uh, probably one other addition we should go ahead and add really quickly, and that is sure. uh, in the very last cast, actually the cast before last, we made yeah. uh, a bit of a wager. Specifically, I did. I was like, hey, to the very first person who can recount all of DNF Duel's round information, they will be receiving, uh, I believe I said $20 Amazon gift card from myself. I can I can double check that. But basically, check, yeah. yeah, someone did actually go ahead and comment because Yahozi actually posted a sneak peek preview of the entire FGC cast uh, a couple of days early before mm-hmm. we released it on her personal YouTube. So you should definitely be subscribed to both her and myself on YouTube. But I want to congratulate Kiwa, who actually successfully noted all of the winners properly and also gave me all of the round orders which was That's awesome. Right. Uh, now, yep. I was actually talking about the specific round orders for every single game inside of the set, but I will accept this as part of the round orders just because they did such a great job. Like yeah, that, This really wasn't actually job. public information anywhere outside of the Smash GG, so they did the bare minimum of looking it up on Smash GG and typing a YouTube comment with it, so they will be receiving the reward. Uh, Kiwa, if you happen to be listening to the, com- to the podcast, which I assume you are because you posted this YouTube comment, um, please reach out to myself or Yahozi with your uh, Discord information in addition to just a screen cap of your YouTube channel so we can prove that obviously you own this YouTube channel. Um, And then we will be reaching out to you to go ahead and get that email address so we can make sure and, uh, you know, just compensate you for winning. Yeah. Yeah, we tried to reach out, but the the comment apparently didn't go through. So we'll we'll hit you up this time. We'll hit you up. We'll get your info and uh, we'll we'll get that to you. So thank you for, you know, being a listener and, and yeah, appreciate thanks. you so much for that. Now, everybody, it is time. I want to thank everybody so much for coming out to this episode of FG Cast. Uh, Yohozi, Don, do you have any yes. final thoughts before we end this cast? You know, I, I feel like we've been back on this cast for like what this is our third episode or fourth episode. Uh, this is our and, this is uh, our third one back. Yeah. This we have been blessed with so much fighting game news. Yeah, we have Mortal Kombat, yeah. Street Fighter Six, yeah. Combo Breaker, yeah. and it's only going to continue. So CEO is next weekend. Uh, lots of big stuff coming up from Mortal Kombat One. Also Tekken Eight news coming out. Uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned to the FG Cast. We got more coming at you. And uh, I hope everyone at home has a uh, great rest of the day, evening, night, wherever you are. Uh, just stay gaming. Good luck out there in the streets and. Uh, yeah. Thank eat you. Your, eat your vegetables also. Eat your veggies. It's important that you grow up big and strong, everybody. That's and as right. always, gamers, we will see you offline. Peace out.